And that was Burning Down the Farm by the Talking Deads. Welcome back to Hobgoblin FM 3204. Today's cavern weather is a mildewy 17 degrees and humid. And if you're passing through the doom chasm, be aware of slippery ground. We've had reports of increased stalactite dripping in the area. In local news, our axe-throwing team, the Cave Dwellers, will be traveling to the Twin Mountains to play against the Blood Guzzlers. Team Captain, Columbine the Minotaur, will be leading Michael Appleby, Hudson Miles, and Robert Hawks in hopes of winning the Fadoon Championship. Feelings are mixed about the new Moonbucks opening on the corner of Death Avenue and Suffering Way. Some local youths interviewed near the potion shop, namely Christopher Dunn, Nick Scott, and Ian Ford, described it as cool, I guess. Gullitice said they, quote, like the sugary drinks and the relaxed atmosphere. Matthew Smets, who runs the hardware shop down the road, isn't so welcoming. I miss the old apothecary. I like never being sure if they properly cleaned the vials before filling your order. The risk of having some violet fungus residue in there is part of the fun. Moonbox store manager Mary Rain said she is proud to be bringing this beloved brand to the World Spine Mountains. Moonbox corporate spokesperson Chris Walsh said in a press release, You can count on Moonbox quality and safety. You'll never have to worry about sitting on a mimic in one of our locations. Each appliance is checked daily by our qualified staff. Speaking of mimics, the Cavern Council held a press conference this morning. Councillors Christopher Bruce, Mike Hammond, and Michael Pollard stated that the mimic infestation was under control and that as long as citizens continue to be vigilant and keep an eye out for the strange colored paper stuck to many of the new objects found around the community, there should be no more deaths than normal. Captain of the Guard Jason Campbell released a statement claiming that the incompetence of the Cavern Council is to blame. He is calling on Council to immediately institute martial law, giving him full control to handle the crisis. This Friday, local designers Michelle B., Heather Romancic, Noreen Elizabeth, and Robert Andrews have organized a fashion show for their Fall 1001 Lines. Titled Frozen in Fear, they will be showcasing their coziest survival gear to keep you looking cool and staying warm. Organizers of the Stop the War Machine campaign want you to know that you can support their cause by gathering directly in front of the War Machine this Sunday in an effort to physically stop it from being deployed in this weekend's raids. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to any of their representatives, including David Forsey, Cheryl N, Chelsea Dabb, or Shell Scott. And now, back to the hits. Previously on Wonders and Blunders, the party has engaged in combat with Lilia, who seems to have mysteriously bolstered Kara's power and is attempting to open the Stardance Gate to create a link with the Twilight Court. Unfortunately for her, Kara's cold lightning spell seems to have gone berserk, forming into an orb, out of which step the battered and bruised Bree and Rowan. Reunited, but it doesn't feel so good. Everyone's real hurt. I'm worried. Let's see what happens on this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders. Bree and Rowan, as you step into this room, you see the bestial form of Lilia. 
as you are standing in the underground room in front of the Stardance Gate that you invaded those probably two or three days ago. <laughs> Lilia is in her full bestial form, standing over Star and Kara, who look like they have been slashed several times. There is the dust of destroyed darklings and these strange piles of feathers that are lifting up and starting to drift towards the Stardance Gate, where runes have started to light up around its triangular frame. And Lilia looks at you as you step through and says, ah, very good. Maybe the shard will be an option after all. And what does everyone see as you step out? Well, the two of us are pretty battered and bruised <laughs> at this point. Uh, I think we're covered in a lot of blood, uh, various lightning burns and suction cup marks. Bree is wielding the axe that we found under the lake. Uh, in both of her hands, she's covered in giant gold bangles on her arms with a massive set of gold chains around her neck as well. Uh, she looks tired and confused on where we are. <laughs> Very fresh, though. Very fresh look. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ro uh, <laughs> Rowan holding a giant boombox. <laughs> set up a break floor and just yeah, start. Yeah, those, those start slash busting shades. a groove. The yeah, yeah, the slash fight. shades. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we, and then we challenge Lilia to a break dance yeah. fight. Yeah. <laughs> we just strobing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those the, yeah. the dust like? and uh, the blood and the uh, the scratches and lightning burns. I've got like a, a bunch of splinters and wood like stuck in my blueberry bush. I've also got like a, a large rolled canvas that's like battered and like bent, kind of flopping over one shoulder. Uh, that's like strapped to my back. Um, I've got. Uh, yeah, I, my eyes are sort of wide. Uh, I've also got kind of a half grin on my face, but it's it looks like it's maybe frozen that it's been there for, for a while and I may not even notice. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm just looking around and I if I'm right in front of Ben, I think I, I lock eyes and then both sides of my mouth goes into a grin and I'm about to call out when uh, the rest of the situation kind of dawns on me and uh, <laughs> my jaw sets. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> this is not the giant city. Yeah, 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 no, this is different. We need you now. Y you're just in time. Behind you. Oh, thank God, please hurry. Please, for the love of God, get over here. Get Out of fire, into pot. Yeah, yeah, but, but it kept its word. It kept its word. And uh, Rowan, uh, yeah, is going, if, if, if there's a, a fight happening, Rowan thinks maybe there's a, a like, Obviously, there's some sort of fight. Um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, just size up the situation in the room. Okay. Um, so around the room, you can see this is the same room that the Stardance Gate, uh, you, you remember from the Stardance Gate. So the two rivers which split around the inside as like an eye, it is different from the last time you saw it as the walls seem to be completely choked with these brambled vines which make their way up, clogging the whole that you escaped out of last time. The broken bridge between the two doors. Uh, so you came in through the left door last time, and there was a broken bridge that led over to another door. 
that bridge has been reformed with brambles spinning across it. Cool. All of the equipment that the Darklings were using to uncover the gate are still in this room, but also have been claimed by these brambled vines. And as you see that taking stock, um, she says, well, this is good. This will save me having to hunt you all down later. And Lilia will make two more uh, slash attacks against Star. Oh boy. Uh, that is a 20 and a 24. Oh yeah, both hit. Oh God. For 16 slashing Ouch. damage. Uh, uncanny dodge to use my reaction to cut that in half. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so eight. And Star is looking fucking rough. <laughs> he needs he needs help. And as a bonus action, uh, she is going to reach up in the air where this swirling uh, swarm of ravens is above, and it is going to pound down onto the ground on top of Ben, Bree, and Rowan. All three of you can make a deck save. I don't get an advantage on that for dodging, right? You do, I think. Well, that's good. Nat 20. Uh, <laughs> dirty 20. <laughs> nine. Five, five, and a nat 20. Uh, so nine is a failure. Um, nat 20, you'll take no damage. And Rowan, you'll take I'll half take damage. no damage, thanks. Because <laughs> yeah. you're a rogue, not because yeah. you're saucy. All right. <laughs> uh, and it is uh, six slashing damage. Uh, so the two of you take none, Bree takes uh, six. Oh. That is the end of Lilia's turn. On to Valen. Uh, am I ever glad you're here? Um, and then I'll just turn back to Lilia. Let's try this again. And I'll cast slow again. Wisdom? Yeah. Oh, five. Nice. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. Minus two AC, half movement, action or bonus action. Not both. Yeah, it looks, looks the same again. Again, just like another wave of uh, like snow and mist uh, barrels out of the staff towards her. Um, this time, everyone can see it settling on her and, and recreating this like outer layer of ice. Okay, then at the end of your turn, she is going to move forward to stand within uh, the sphere of Bree, Rowan, and Ben, as she just very quickly just claws dig into the ground and she leaps forward to stand within the group of you. Andy and Kieran should also maybe note that uh, Light is unconscious on the ground, and Bido is rummaging through some things at a table near the gate. Okay. That's what I need Bido doing. Looting through trash. <laughs> yeah. And Ben, it's your turn. It's going to take a few steps back from Lilia. About like, like 10, 12 feet back. Um, kind of uh, weaving his way uh, in circular motions backwards. And uh, uh, he holds his holy symbol very tight and closes his eyes and when he opens them they're glowing bright white and he's going to channel divinity to curse Lilia uh, and he's going to say uh, and his voice is going to be like uh, kind of it, it sounds different and ethereal and he says um, Diglin strike true and the next she has um, vulnerability to the next attack she takes and then the curse ends Okay, 
after that, at the end of your turn, as this time energy starts to move over her, already moving slowly because of this, uh, even now, like, these chains of time kind of locking her down even more, she steps forward and is going to flurry again. So you, all three of you can make the deck save. Uh, not me? Uh, no, because she moved away from she me. She moved away from me, okay. Yeah. But I didn't get an opportunity attack You anything? used your reaction, no. right? Oh, I used my reaction, right, thank you. Yeah, that's, thank you. That's thank four. you. four. Roll the two and a three. Because I thought about it, I was like, does Star get to stab her now? And I was right. like, no, he does not. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. An 18. 18's good. I got 16. Uh, 16 is not enough. Oh boy. So, um, it's five slashing damage. Oh, sweet, okay. To all three of you, uh, Ben, you take half, so two. I take half, two. Half of five, as we all know. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, oh. Lilia, the first time the two of you have seen this, Lilia just starts to spin these huge claws slashing out at everybody as she moves with supernatural speed. Pass my concentration check. Is that on the on the curse? No, on, oh, the, no, on, the, spirit on the spirit guardians. guardians. Then it is Diglin's turn uh, and says, uh, thanks for the shot, kid, but I think I'm going to let the big one do it. And she is going to, like, jump up and just grab Lilia's arms and use the help action to give the next person advantage on their attack. And Bree and Rowan, can you just roll? Or who has the higher decks? Rowan for sure does. That's, I don't know. Uh, I've got you, 17. Yeah, I have 12. Oh, no. Okay. So, Rowan, you're up. Oh, God. That's good. All right. That's good. You get sneak attack. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to, uh, I get sneak attack anyway, so I'm going to do my, my bonus. I'm going to do a perception roll. I, I'm looking for, uh, you've described the room to me, but now I'm looking for details in terms of what she is doing, like what's at play. So uh, items involved in rituals, uh, like just getting a sense of, of that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, 31. Natural 20. <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> So this is, everything this is a in the great room time for just a full recap. Yeah, everything <laughs> yeah, in the guys. room slows down completely <laughs> yeah. as Rowan just full Sherlock Holmes math is appearing around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the room, guys, my body's just sort of slowly tensing and lowering and getting yeah. ready as I take all it's this. It's like in. The, the camera looks around. There's like a uh, there's a severed vine with like a piece of a little drop of dust blood about to drip off of it, and it just slows in midair as Rowan like clocks it. Uh, looking around the room, you can see Bito is very slowly and with a very excited look on his face holding up a bunch of vials uh, in his hands. Uh, you can see that there is a jar, uh, light, almost like a honey jar, that has been laid on the ground next to the unconscious light. And its top is rattling and there is like some sort of dust and ethereal energy leaking out of it and swirling towards the Stardance Gate which is clearly powering up. You can see that as the runes light up, there are sort of pulses of energy coming out of it that are mimicked by all of the vines around this area. I, with a nat 20 as well, you can see a very strange look over Kara. Something is different, concerningly so. What else? In the hallway outside to the left, you hear a clamoring sound. And I think you actually notice a couple of like pops of light. Do I know what you said? There were ravens circling overhead. Are they circling around anything or are they just circling storm just, clouds? They just seem to be circling. Yeah. 
a cloud of them above. There is a storm cloud uh, crackling with lightning. Mm. And you've you've actually seen those ravens seem to be like they they dive down on Lilia's command to uh, attack things. Oh boy, and and uh, and Lilia is, is right in my space. Yeah, Lilia is right within five feet of all three of you. Oh man, so low on resources. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Not the cavalry oh, we hoped no. for. Yeah. We look rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I've got like my nose is bleeding. My ears are like one of my ears has a like a crusty bit of blood from it. Okay, so I have advantage on the next attack. And uh, she has vulnerability to that. No, I, I think the, the one who follows me is the one who needs to lay that hammer down. Um, you have sneak attack, remember that. I feel like you deal more damage. The, it's a metagame for a second. You're going to deal more damage than Bree. Yeah, all right, all right, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you're all right. <laughs> I agree. I'm going to uh, kind of lock eyes with, with Lilia. Um, oh, I've got a bone to pick with you. And uh, I'm going to, uh, I've got my my one hand with the coiled uh, leather, but, uh, and I got to flash that out as if I'm going to use it. And instead I'm going to bring my, my elven short sword, the silver one, and drive it straight up, like just like get in real close and just right up into the gut with this uh, sword. And I'm gonna just like twist and pull. You, you should probably explain that coiled leather to the others as well. Oh, they will. We'll no, get okay. to it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nat 20. Whoa. No, unreal. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yes. you serious? Please. Oh, yeah. Is this <laughs> right? Double so, dice? Uh, double, double dice? So, sneak yeah. attack. So, so oh my vulnerable, God, okay. vulnerable's not double dice. Vulnerable no, no. is is twice the damage, yeah. right? Right, yeah. Oh, that's way yeah. worse. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's... He rolls double and then... On the then crit, he'll that. get double dice, and then oh. whatever that is, times two. Okay, okay, okay. And he okay. just grabbed uh, his head. Like, okay. <laughs> like, 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 are you gonna fully. jump out of your bathtub and start running down the street? Like, uh, okay, uh, that is... Oh, my cool Mike is, boss! Mike is wiping his so, face. And then I oh. roll it again, right? No, no, just double, no. just times just, two. Just well, time for the oh, crit. So, the crit well, you have roll have twice. you done the crit yet? No, I need to. That's what I mean. Oh, like, I'll yeah. roll oh, yeah, the crit yeah, yeah. by rolling twice. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm going to wait until you the whole total. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad. Count, he, count, he had more, count, more count, rounds count. planned. <laughs> I'm upsetting spaghetti. <laughs> Path to the grave, baby. <laughs> That's uh, that's a cool 88 damage. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my arm lashes. I see her, my eyes go wide and then go narrow. I reach one big furball arm up around, uh, no I don't. I, I reach the, the coil leather out uh, as if I'm about to swing that and then I like lean in and as if I'm gonna whisper to her while I swing and then up with a, like an uppercut thrust with this sword. Under the ribs? Yeah, you can see my whole shoulder heave as I twist and pull on this blade. Mm-hmm. Ron's angry at this lady. <laughs> and you feel it hit the rib cage and stop on the bone and then just crack right through. Uh, and this, it, it's like a mist starts shooting out like you've punctured some sort of highly pressurized container. It just starts to shoot out and she screeches and stumbles backwards uh, and starts like falling to the ground, hauls the sword out and is just looking furiously up at all of you. But 
as she tries to like stand back up to her full self, that wound, the spray starts to join with this dust that is flying through the air towards the gate. And her body starts to like crumple smaller and smaller as it joins the rest of the runes on the Stardance Gate light up and it crackles to life. This pink sheen getting cast over the entire room as through it you can see this terrible pink twilight moon shining over this endless bramble maze as brambles start to shoot out of the gate enveloping the form of Lilia and pulling her closer as she says, let my body be what ushers you into this world. And they just start to turn like a blender. Her feathers just start to like come off, flying in all directions as her body just starts to disintegrate, the leaving just like this big bird-like skeleton, which is floating in the air as more and more brambles just wrap around it on all sides as she just covers into this big sphere of bramble. And Bree, it's your turn. <laughs> the Stardance Gate is made of stone, yes? Yes. Very thick stone? <laughs> Looks pretty big, yeah. Doesn't look like an axe could do much to it. <laughs> Doesn't look especially axable. <laughs> no, okay. Well, then... <laughs> I think Bree is just going to leap forward uh, with the axe in both hands overhead and just try to sink it into this sphere of brambles. Okay, yeah, make an attack. Uh, I'm going to do this recklessly, and I'm going to rage. She can lift the axe? So many questions. <laughs> it looks like I am lifting the axe with ease. Mm -hmm. uh, 23 to hit? 23 is a hit. I'll roll the second attack as well. Of course it's a hit. It's a sphere. <laughs> and 18 on the second one? Uh, 18 is a hit because of slow. Nice. Uh, take two tickets to the Golden Guns show. Uh, 15 on the first attack and 14 on the second. Okay. Uh, so what, is, what does that look like? Yeah, I think Bree literally does like a giant leap forward with it, kind of overhand both hands, uh, sinks into it and tries to just cut through the brambles, severing as much as she can, uh, and then sweeps the axe back up uh, to try and hit any of the brambles kind of coming out of the gate still around the sphere to try cool. and uh, sever it from the rest of it. So I think the first hit severs the brambles as the sphere, which is kind of floating in the air, falls with a thump to the ground. The second one, as you bring the axe up to swing it down into the center mass of it, this skeletal hand shoots out and grabs it, the blade like cutting into the hand. Uh, as the brambles start to fall away, and you can see this skeletal form standing up now with this pink and green swirling energy around it, it starts to levitate up off of the ground. Uh, no semblance of any sort of humanity left in it, just this strange fey scion floating about 10 feet above the ground in front of the gate as this pink light gives it life. A gulp. <laughs> and sorry, what were, the, what were the totals on that damage again? 29, uh, 15, 15 14. and 14, 29. 15 and 14? The, the uh, pink light is coming from the brambles, yeah? 
It's coming from the uh, Twilight Court, which you can clearly see through the Stardance Gate now. Yeah, okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, Bree, this sort of like scion of light is going to hold out a hand and brambles will shoot through the gate. Um, Rowan and Ben and Star and Kara can all make deck saves. 24. 24 is good. Nine. Nine. 15. 18. 18 and 15. Uh, ben and Kara, you are restrained. Uh, but the other two manage to quickly dodge out of the way as they come out and wrap around Kara and Ben, holding you now about five feet off the ground. They just start to swirl around. You can feel the thorns ripping at your clothes, but not piercing your skin. I think I have advantage on this because of my land stride. Uh, okay. Yeah, take advantage. Um, you have advantage on saving throws against plants that are magically created or manipulated to impede you. We were joking that that was never going to be useful. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we totally did. Now there's an entire monster based on it. Uh, the second one is a 19. That's enough. So you are not restrained. So just Ben. Bito, I, I guess, who stayed in slow motion longer than anyone else from Rowan's perception check, uh, snaps back into full speed, holding up <laughs> a clattering handful of potions. Oh, and is like, she got like a bundle of potions over here. Uh, and starts, like, clattering them towards you. <laughs> and Star, back to the top of the round. Uh, okay. Star's going to use his second wind. Get some of those delicious HPs back. Oh. Um, second wind. So good. Somebody's dipping fighter, I see. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he rolled a eight. So he gets nine HPs. Delish. You'll love to see it. Use that up. Um, okay. Now he's going to... Uh, <laughs> um, kind of horrified by the scene. I think he's going to uh, shake his head and get his bearings, and then he's going to uh, pull out the vampire fang and then just start sprinting along one of the brambles with the goal of, you know trying to make a, a dashing hit. Now that we're all back in the, now that we're all back together, he's, he's, he's like, oh yeah, right, all right. Let's use our, <laughs> let's use the, the, the tactics that we know that work. And so he starts sprinting along one of the brambles and makes like a dashing slashing attack with the short sword. Cool. It's a 18. Uh, 18 is a hit. Whew. Okay. And sneak attack? Uh, yep. Okay. Just within five feet of Bree. I think every attack on a plant is a sneak attack. If <laughs> they can't see much coming. Plus six. Uh, Twenty. Well, this is against floating magic skeletons, Lilia, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, sorry. Not not the brambles. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm floating, running along the brambles. Magic, oh, okay. I thought magic you were just skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, um, that's our target. <laughs> uh, Twenty-eight damage. Twenty-eight. Okay. Yeah, and three of that is necrotic for healing. I'm imagining like these like pillars of brambles like shooting out and Star dodged the first one, jumped on the second one, started running, jumped over to another one, started running and then slashed. And then he's going to keep running past and get like 15 feet of distance. 
Okay, yeah, just like a running cut, and then so yeah. you, you would end up, I think, jumping like over the gate onto the other side of it. Cool. Um, still through that side, seeing that twilight court, and looking through the portal, you can see that there is a, a brambled maze, but it looks like there is just a wall of brambles that are all twisting and curving towards you, like rapidly pushing towards this open gate. Yeah, uh, can I get close to Bido? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll end up I'll run by Bido and I'll be like Bido, give me something. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he holds out nine potions. <laughs> uh, Star grabs potion number five. <laughs> number five. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you get a this like it, you you grab it and it has this sticky looking black substance on the inside uh, that is just kind of rattling around uh, the, the the container itself looks like it's this kind of clear wood almost like the consistency of it it's not really glass and that that's what you get okay uh, what is it he's like I don't know okay <laughs> and then, yeah Star keeps running <laughs> oh god. Experimental use of potions in battle sounds like a safe, <laughs> safe idea. Yeah, yeah, lots of fun. Mm -hmm. This creature starts to chant. Ka vilin dukatha u da vilin dukatha. As the sound starts to like echo out through the gate, uh, you start to hear these brambles rushing and scratching towards the entrance. Uh, and from the gate itself, several more of the brambles come out, but they come in to like screech up in the air and then break, spraying this dust blood all over the room. Uh, so everybody can make a deck save. Oh, come on, keep me alive, buddy. Okay, oh, 24 nice. again. 24 is good. 18. I rolled another two. 18's good, two is oh. not. <laughs> Nine, 15. Six, but. So I, 21. I have advantage for dodging, but disadvantage for being restrained, right? Yes, yeah. So just regular. Just roll. regular, yeah, rolled a seven. Nine. Okay, uh, so it was just the two fails, Kara and Ben. So you all get splashed with this dust blood and it starts to seep into your clothes and into your skin. Most of you able to kind of shake it off or get behind something to make most of it not land completely on your body. But Kara and Ben, you are going to take uh, six acid damage as it starts to eat through your clothes and make its way into your skin. Uh, and at the end of each of your turns, you'll have to make a con save or take that damage again. Very good. And Kara, it's your turn. Was that the creature's turn? Sorry, the skeleton creature. No. Okay. Um. The the creature itself comes right after Kara. Okay. Great. Yeah. Good. Kara changes into a bear, but uh, it doesn't look quite as cuddly as it should. Um, it looks a little bit more prickly, and claws look a lot like the claws that I had when. You pulled me out of this temple last time. Porcupine beer. And I charged towards the glowing skeleton. Okay, yeah, so running across some of these 
Bramble seeming to move out of the way as this bear is running forward, like easily twice the size of a normal brown bear uh, with kind of like feathers and thorns sticking out of the fur. Um, and I think it's my action to transform, so um, I'm just going to get close. And then uh, I'll Not make... with this. No? This one is just a bonus action. Oh, well, that's convenient. Um, I am going to call lightning down on the skeleton. Okay. <laughs> Deck save with <laughs> disadvantage or minus two for slow? Minus two. Minus two? Ooh, that is a nat 20. I think we'll still do it, even It'll with the pass. minus two. 24. 24 lightning damage. 24. And that's, is that already half, or do I half that? You half that. Half that, okay. <laughs> Yeesh! I mean, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Super scary monster doesn't mind. I oh, it doesn't care. my constitution saving throw? Yes. Okay. I'm going to use, like, regular bear constitution. Yes. Uh, just add, yeah, you can add a plus one to that. Okay. So that's 11. Uh, 11 is not enough. Okay. So you will take, uh, another six acid damage. Mm Mm-hmm. This, uh, like, as the lightning strikes down on this creature, it is, you can see, like, part of the skeleton starts to get singed, but this pink light flows over it again as it seems to glow a little bit brighter. It's, it seem to diminish a little bit after that hit, but seems to gain back some of its life force. Then it is its turn. Yeah, I can make a wisdom 15. It's within 15 feet of me? Yes, yeah. Just over the river. Uh, That is 12. Okay. Uh, It... Uh... Yeah, it takes eight damage as the hulking spectral werewolf appears out of the mists and uh, slashes across it and disappears again. Okay. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we didn't we forgot about the werewolf. It was invisible when you got here, but it, it popped through the mists of time and uh, it, it's doing some damage. Cool. Werewolf oh, yeah, buddies. That makes everything make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could just just replace us that easily. That's cool. That's not that's not a big deal. Oh, there's also I think Rowan, when you were in your mind palace, just getting everything going, you did step backward and heard the crunch of bird bones and looked down and saw the skeleton of a small owl. <laughs> oh, okay. So, this creature is going to try to cast a spell. So Valen, thirteen. So that means it's going to take its full turn, so it doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and they must use its action on that turn to complete the spell. If it can't, the spell is wasted. Okay. And it still makes a save at the end of its turn? Yes. Yeah. Uh, That is 16. Blast! No! That's a success. Okay, but it didn't get to cast this spell. As you can see it starting to cast it it is like just still repeating those that phrase over and over again as these vines start to rush closer and closer you can see its hands raise up and this pink energy starts to form a big flaming sphere above its head that it looks like it is going to cast down upon the lot of you that is the end of their turn valen it's your turn looking at the runes on the gate 
and having seen the description or heard the description from Kara of what she saw Lilia working on with the jar and having scouted ahead and seen the jar used to try to open the gate. Can I do some sort of arcana check to try to understand how this gate has opened and possibly how to close it? Yeah. That'll be a 14. 14? So it seems pretty obvious that she used some sort of life force link to open the Darklings. That the Darklings, I, I think from what you've gathered about them, are and and what you already know about the Dubkatha, the Darklings are the Dubkatha's servants, uh, which were part of his court and were also banished to the Twilight Court when he was. So it seems like Lilia has been using their connection with the Twilight Court to destroy them to create a bridge and using like the weakness that, as you know that around these portals, they tend to mark a weakness between planes. Uh, this portal has created enough of a weakness that she has crowbarred it open using the collective life force of the Darklings and then herself as she started to die, basically, has has crowbarred open this form. And I think you can tell there is a strong connection between her right now and the Twilight Court, that she is acting like a battery for the gate. Lilia, yeah. And is she, like, physically connected by brambles to the gate right now, or she's just, like, glowing? Not by brambles, but the color these lights that are surrounding her, and as you saw her reconstitute herself, that color and power came through the gate. Okay. To restore her. I, I think, yeah, I think Valen would just sort of like look around and just try to shout out, she seems to be powering the gate. We must sever her connection. Is that an action to do that little insight? I think because you got a 14, it is. Sure. Yeah. So at the end of your turn, again, she starts to glow a little bit brighter as she reconstitutes herself. And then we are down to Ben. Does Restrain, restrain stop me from casting spells? No. You just can't move. Right. Yeah, Ben, his head snaps back from where he was, like he just heard what Valen said, and he looks back at the skeletal fey creature and uh, clenches his eyes shut and just said, Please make this stop now and cast Dispel Magic on it. Uh, on the creature? Yeah. I got a 13. 13. It doesn't seem to have any effect. There's no... Uh, you, you don't feel like a connection to any strong magical effects. It, it seems to just be a creature of magic at this point but it hasn't cast any spells on itself. Uh, and he's just, I, I can't, I can't. Uh, then Diglin is going to start to run forward. Um, she's going to throw her machetes up at it. Oh my God. Why does this happen on her turn? She rolled two nat 20s. Oh, amazing. Diglin has oh, been sweet. training for this all her life. Yeah. Adrenaline's <laughs> pumped. This is, this is her yeah. purpose. Diglin, so a nat 20 for each machete? <laughs> for each machete, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Her moment has this, come. This her is moment. truly her moment to shine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Once this As is she... done, she gets to see her baby again. <laughs> so I think she runs, she throws both machetes, both of them like cut into the bone under this magic, both of them digging in, but as she runs up a branch, she holds up one of her hands, the ice one teleports back into her hand, and then she strikes down again, digging it into the center of the skull, and she is just kind of on this skeletal creature now with the machete in its head, just like, we're finally gonna be done with you, and Rowan. So last time we were in this room, and fighting darklings, you described it as having several large wooden blo- uh, large stone blocks sort of up in the air. What's the chances one of those babies are above this portal? <laughs> they are there. Uh, they are wrapped in vine in vines. That is the all of the equipment that was there is still there. They've just been strangled by brambles now. Okay. And how high are they? Uh, they would have been brought up to about the height of the bridge, so 60 feet. 60. They're, they're, they're an anvil over that over that portal there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean when I say, like, if, if there's stuff that makes sense, like, I'm totally cool with you putting it in. Like, yeah. I did say those were there before. Okay, well, I, I think I'm going to cast Call Anvil. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll cast as a, a help action. I'll cast uh, Bird Seed Pile. <laughs> yes, perfect. perfect. Skeleton bird seed pile. <laughs> what do skeletons and love to eat? So these these brambles <laughs> that are wrapped around these are like large sort of twists of brambles, right? It's not, uh, and uh, that honey pot next to dust is still leaking its uh, soul fluid. Uh, no, not anymore. Shit. Now that the uh, gate is open, it seems to have served its purpose. That's what I wanted to do last turn. Okay. Uh, oh, I have one more of these things. This is the time I think I'm going to pull out uh, my little, my last little uh, jar of lamp oil uh, from our uh, looting sprees. And I'm going to, uh, while I'm like ducking around all of these dodging attacks and keeping my eye on these ravens and watching that honey pot uh, run dry and uh, all of this stuff happening, I'm trying to light this pot as well. Um, and I'm assuming to get it lit will be my turn. Uh, you're sorry, you're doing what with the pot? I, another another one of those classy uh, Molotov cocktails. Oh yes, okay, yeah. Uh, so you you can you can throw it and and light it. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna light it and throw it up to hit uh, one of those hanging stones above the gate, brambles okay. and all. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm dodging. I'm, I'm lighting this thing. Uh, I'm spinning around some, I, I, like one of these crows that have come down, kind of twisting around now that, uh, uh, and almost a practiced action at this point, and uh, sort of quickly dodge that, and then almost like a like a uh, backwards softball throw, I huck this flaming cocktail up at the, uh, the stone. So it sails over Lilia and goes up and explodes over the brambles, uh, lighting them on fire. Uh, and you can see it starting to eat away at the brambles. Um, so and I the will, ropes? Uh, well, the, the ropes are under the brambles, so it's gonna have to burn through them first. It won't be instantaneous, Sweet. but at some point it will eat through. Perfect. Okay, and that is my action. Um, my bonus action, uh, my, my last observation when I checked at the, the thing, the, the gate is standing upright, but it's like set into like the, the bedrock, we'll say. Like it's not, uh, 
It's not like a, you know, teetering on uh, some kind of roughly poorly made stone base. No, yeah. no, it's it's solid built into yeah, the okay. ground. Yeah, okay, so my, my bonus, I'm going to do my insightful fighting on Skeleton Lilia. Okay. Deception? Yeah, uh, that's uh, 22. 17, so. Ha. So I get a bead on you, and I start mumbling uh, names, uh, Bridget, and uh, the children in, in that story, and Jaren, and, and all of these names as uh, almost like a chant as uh, I move around. At the end of your turn, uh, everyone can make another deck save. Everyone? Yeah. Okay. 14. Oh, I'll do it. 14. <gasps> 18. 18's good. Okay. It's 19. Uh, uh, 5. DC. Oh. Yeah, where did her thing go? Yeah, I'm not dodging anymore, so it's with disadvantage. So I'm still restrained. It's DC 18. <gasps> Shoot. Oh, I failed. Fail. Uh, so everyone who fails is restrained again by these vines. Oh, damn. No damage. No damage? No damage, no. Just Ooh, restrained. Okay. I pass again. Okay. Uh, I was supposed to do a con check to take that damage, right? At the, my yes. last turn? Sorry. I got a 12. 12 is no good. Uh, so you're going to take eight acid damage. Yeah, Ben's like armor is bubbling and he's starting to like, ha, ha, ha. It's like you can see smoke rising up. And Bree, it's your turn. Yeah, having all these brambles come out, uh, Bree is going to take a swing at the, like the, just the brambles are all around her to try and set herself free. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to attack recklessly because why not? 22 hit. That's hit, yeah. Uh, 11 damage. That's enough, yeah. 10 HP. And then I guess with my second attack, I will just uh, turn on the skeleton bird uh, and take a sweeping straight swing kind of back upwards uh, to try and collide in with like the, the rib cage. Uh, 21. 21 is a hit. 17 damage. 17, okay. And yeah, the lightning coming off of the axe, um, you can feel it in your mind egging you on, the axe at this point. You get the idea of do what you must to save them all. And the <laughs> lightning like wraps through this magic that is surrounding the skeletal form of Lilia, which is still just chanting. Now, as the slow has fade off, faded off of her form, it is now like vibrating, starting to speed up. And then it is, oh, Bito, is he restrained? For sure he is. No. Uh, so yeah, Bito <laughs> is wrapped up, but is going to just try to chop his way out of there. Oh, if he's got an arm to chop, can he throw uh, any red potions at me? Can he do that? <laughs> he has a bunch of potions in his arm. I think he is actually just like biting at the, because his hands are full of all of these potions. He still has eight in his arms. It's miraculous he's even carrying them. He's um, real good at cleaning the stuff. He's yeah. the true hero of this story. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, uh, yeah, so I think instead he is just going to, um, he's when he's holding them, he's going to like wrap his tail onto one and be like, who wants it? <laughs> and he will prepare to throw one on someone else's turn. Back to the top of the round with Star. Oh man, so much stuff happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's really hard oh, to keep um, it all straight. Um, okay, 
Drink the goo. (laughs) (laughs) Is it an action to test the potion to get an idea of what it could be? Uh, If you use an action, uh, you can make an arcana check to determine what it is. Okay. Drink it. Uh, uh, Apply a little bit to a hidden part of your body to test results. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can't just drink a random thing that... On a super no, evil table no. next to a super evil gate. That was who, poisoned, poisoned, who poisoned Oily me black. and turned me into a bird monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's too many, too many bad ex- prior experiences with with liquids in this campaign. Um, we're, just all, gonna, we're all bird monsters down here. <laughs> Star's gonna just gonna pocket the potion and think, yeah, remember it. Um, I mean, I guess otherwise. I don't know what I can really do other than just make another attack on the bone creature. So th- You're not restrained, is that right? No, I got 18 on my dicks. 18's, yeah, the yeah. DC. Yeah, I'll, I'll make another I'll make another attack on the bone creature. Okay. It looks like it's channeling a spell. Oh yeah, never mind, it's gonna happen anyway. Okay, yeah, okay. So runs, so halts, spins back, starts running back. Another running ninja-like slash on the bone creature for 20 to hit. 20 to hit. Okay. And sneaky sneak attack, I guess. Yep. Okay. Uh, 22 damage. Three of it is necrotic. Okay. Okay. Star's going to keep running past, but as a bonus action, he'll summon the dagger back to his hand. Okay. It's been just been lying on the ground for a while now. Daylight still screaming off of the blade as it spins back into your hand. Uh, other than that, yeah, um, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, everybody can make another deck save as the vines spray out more dusk blood. Those who are restrained make it with disadvantage. Oh, eight, eight. Seventeen. Dex. Dex. Yeah. Twenty-three. Uh, Eleven. 11 is no good. 20. 20 is good. 23. Oh, 23 is good. I'm 17 again. I was thinking I yeah. passed, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, DC 18. As everyone who fails takes nine acid damage, Oof. and it sticks to the clothes starting to burn through as well, you can, on the end of each of your turns, make a con save uh, oh, or else take that damage gosh. again. This is bad news. Do we continue to take it from the previous one? So it, it, it can only apply once. It won't stack. Okay. But yeah, you will still, you'll take that damage um, at the end of each of your turns unless you make the con save. Okay. And Kara, it's your turn. The bear with its dusk blood colored claws lunges at the skeleton um, in like a bear hug. Okay. For a... 18 to hit. Uh, 18 is a hit. I use my bonus action to crush it while I'm hugging it. Okay. Yeah. For seven um, crushing damage. And they are grappled now? They are now grappled. Okay. Yeah. So running up, grabbing around the creature, uh, it's still just its arms pinned in by its body, holding up this ball of fire above its head. It is its turn, and it is going to 
use its, it has to use its full action to do this because of slow. So it fires that down uh, on Rowan and Bree and Star are right around it and and Kara. So I ran is, away again. You ran how far to away? To be clear, like 15, well, so it would have been uh, 15 feet up to it and then 15 feet past it. Okay, 15 I'm, feet. I'm staying in a 15 foot like circle. Yeah, that's a mysterious is... circle. You might almost say it's mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this is going to hit Kara, Rowan, and Bree. What? Uh, so the three of you can make a- another deck save. Come on, come on. All deck saves. <laughs> oh, oh, that's 20. Okay. 14. That 20? Nice. Yeah, me too. Me too. Ooh, I don't know if it's going to matter, but. Double net 20. Nice. And Kara? 14. 14? Okay. You have no idea how clutch this is. Mm-hmm. So, Kara, you take 16 fire damage. Okay. Uh, the other two take eight. Even the successes? The successes oh, wait, take eight. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. And, Kara, you are ringed in fairy fire, but the other two are not. So, Kara starts to glow. Um, so it will have advantage on any attacks against you. Bree lets out a loud roar of pain and looks very, very injured. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Ben and Whom were played by Mitchell Bradbury. Bree was played by Kieran Dyke. Kara was played by Kate Clark. Rowan was played by Andy Woolridge. Star was played by Robert. Phelan was played by Evan Walsh. The world of Fadoon was created by your dungeon mom, Mike Farty, and exists in the D&D 5e system published by Wizards of the Coast. Our logo was created by Mike Butler, and our character art was created by Mike Fian and Brett Pye. Available links to the players and artists can be found in the show notes. Go check them out. We're an independent podcast supported by you, the listener. To support the show, go check out patreon.com slash wonderandblunder, leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice, and follow us on social media at wonderandblunder. Thanks for continuing to listen and spreading the word. It means the world to us. And as always, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>